This is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible episode number 686 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique standpoint, this unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement of the Holy Scriptures allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today we are reading 1 Kings chapter 2, verses 20, I'm sorry, 1 Kings chapter 12, verses 25 through 33. Shall we pray before we read? Everybody pray under the sound of my voice. It doesn't matter what time of the night or what time of the morning it is. This always, as one of my exercise coaches tell me, is always good to exercise. On the spiritual side of things, it's always good to pray. It makes no difference what time of the day, for God has said, pray without ceasing. Pray always, continue instant in prayer. And the Son of God said, uh, rather he gave a parable to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Don't go to bed angry tonight. Pray. Confess your sins. Don't worry about anybody else's. Repent and get your heart right with God again. God is there. No, wokeness is not anything that has surprised God. Don't be alarmed. Don't be scared. Just pray. By the way, prayer is like light is is like lighting a candle in the darkness. And the light of heaven, the light of the Son of God, will light you up in the darkness. Pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are weak and feeble, but thou art strong and mighty. Hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. Lord, help us to pray what we mean and mean what we pray. Say what we mean and mean what we say. Thank you, Holy Father God, for bringing us a mighty long way. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for my youngest children, especially, and others who are participating in this service right now and who are helping me in the ministry right now and have been all day. And Holy Father God, I thank you for their early uh, morning greetings and uh, and I just give you the glory, praise, and honor for them. Thank you, Holy Father God, 
for the millions, the many, and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon each and every one of us. I praise you and thank you for salvation and spiritual family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. Thank you, Lord God, for bringing us a mighty long way. Lord, help all of my family members, my immediate family members, know that we uh, should not be here, and we're only here by your grace. For all of us should have been dead and gone. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor, and I do not take it lightly. And for Jesus Christ's sake, have mercy and grace upon each and every one of us. And where we have sinned against you in any way, those who are saved in my family, those who are saved in this country and around the globe, for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins as we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. Crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us. Lord, tonight, and fill us afresh and anew with the fullness and the power of your Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, that my wife is here with me tonight. But knowing her, I do believe tonight that this is this wonderful time of prayer that we're having right now is of little interest to her. And I pray for her salvation. I pray that you'd open her blinded eyes and, Lord, destroy her Pharaoh-style pride and her Jamaican-style pride combined together. Lord, uh, destroy it in her life so that she can humble herself and believe in you in sincerity and not keep on depending upon something that never happened in her life. It's one thing for a stranger to tell her that she's not saved who does not know her. It's another thing for her husband of 35 years uh, to not only have told her for 35 years, but telling her even now she's just not saved, not born again. And I fear that she's going to hell. I pray the same way for her mother, her aunts, and her siblings. I pray the same way for my mother and my sisters and my family members, uh, decent people but religious and lost. Open their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears, and they don't have to try to convince me uh, that needs to be taken care of with you. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of my wife's heart, mind, soul, and spirit and out of anybody in my immediate family, any of my children, Lord, uh, who have been uh, influenced by these demonic spirits cast these demonic spirits out of their lives and protect them from the devil, protect them from the demons of hell, protect them from generational curses. Uh, 
Lord, coming down the pike on both sides of the family. And so, Holy Father God, I thank you so much for the joy, the blessing, and the privilege to raise these seven children uh, with your help. By myself, humanly speaking, but with your help, your wisdom, your knowledge, and your understanding. And I am so proud of them in a good way that they have turned out as good as they have. Uh, and that they are doing well and are in a beautiful, safe place. And uh, are still helping me in the ministry to this very day. Glory, Lord, I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. That, that's the greatest miracle, that my children are still with alacrity, serving you with me, their father, and, uh, and supporting me, their father, in the ministry. And uh, I'm up here tonight because of all of them. You're using all of them to lay, help lay the foundation. And so I give you the glory, praise, and honor for all of it is due your name. And Lord God in heaven, as I have told them over the past 22 days, and I've told them down through the years, Lord, for you made us to be a, a thankful family and a grateful family in so many ways and expressed it in so many ways. I thank you, Lord, for allowing us all to see another Thanksgiving week. Help us not to take it for granted. And yes, Lord, as we discussed this evening, thank you, Lord, for Sal as well. And Holy Father God, I do pray, no doubt, the best family member of us all. And we give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for uh, her. And we hope to see her again one day. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that, Lord, you would uh, deliver each and every one of us on this night, going into the morning, into the next day, if you should tell you're coming and if you would allow us to live. Deliver us, Lord, from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us, Lord, your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. And Lord God in heaven, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Help us all to humble ourselves and to pray to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and get back to you our first love. And Lord God in heaven, we pray for the salvation of the lost, uh, revival for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving in the morning. And Lord, I pray that you will deliver people from being deceived by wokeness, by the deceptionism, and Holy Father God, I pray that you'll open their blinded eyes and stop their deaf ears. And Lord, uh, I pray that millions and billions would be saved before we get on up out of here. For Lord, I do believe you're coming back. 
in the rapture and in the second coming. And uh, so, Lord, uh, help people to get ready, get ready, get ready for real, as one preacher put it. And uh, help us to forsake our sins and turn from our wicked ways. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight that you will lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties. Fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity, tranquility of mind and heart. And if we all, as Bible-believing, uh, true born-again Christians, have confessed our sins and repented of our sins, and the devil is still trying to mess with us with false guilt, and uh, and such like. Lord, remove all of that as well. I do praise you and I do thank you for giving me the grace and strength to take pleasure in my calamities and in my uh, uh, infirmities and in my persecutions, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions. But at the same time, Lord, I do still pray that you deliver me because, Lord, you know I don't like any, any uh, pain. I don't like tribulations and troubles and trials in and of myself, but I thank you for the grace to endure them and to take pleasure in them and to glory in them and to still be fr uh, cheerful and joyful in them. But Lord, I, I long for the day when they're all removed, and I guess I'll be dead then, but Lord, if you can give me a little bit of that now, that'd be great too. Deliver us all who are saved from our tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, tensions, trials, and persecutions. Deliver us, Lord, tonight from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debts student progress problems. Lord, help all of my children to finish as fast as they can. And Lord, bless us miraculously with uh, the thousands upon thousands of dollars to make sure every bill is paid and without going through life with a whole bunch of debt. I pray that you'd remove the debt completely in spite of what some people are trying to do. And Holy Father God, I thank you for remembering mercy and grace and love in the midst of chastising us as your people and rebuking and punishing others as well to get their attention, to come to know you as Savior because you're not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. And I thank you for your grace, your love, and mercy. I thank you for waiting on me. And so, Lord, I must be patient while you wait on others. And, Holy Father God, I pray tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that more souls would be saved even tonight. And we pray for millions and billions to be saved by the power of your Holy Gospel. And I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ you would bless and protect, Lord, my family and all other Christian families. Lord, in this audience, in this country, and around the globe. 
Uh, Lord, red, yellow, black, and white, for we're all precious in your sight over there in China. Lord, uh, thank you for working on Mr. Xi Jinping, and I pray that he will completely open up freedoms for your people, to let your people go, the Jews and the Christians. And Lord, I pray that you will continue to work on him to have a heart that is uh, saved and born again. Have your Holy Spirit not to give him rest until he comes to know you as Savior. Do the same for his beautiful wife and their family. And uh, Lord, uh, touch Putin's heart. Uh, Lord, help him not just to be religious, but truly born again and saved. And to have compassion uh, upon innocent civilians. Give President Biden wisdom as well as President Macron and uh, the English, uh, England's Prime Minister. And Lord, help them to gather together and to put their heads together to protect the innocent citizens of Ukraine. Brave people they are. And give uh, the Churchillian Mr. Zelensky wisdom and humility to save his people alive and to do what is necessary to make that happen. And so, Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight, bless and uh, protect our family and all other Christian families, and we pray for the salvation of all other families that don't know your Savior. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, evil people in the world. Place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and the wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray. Have everything we do and say to be done for your glory, your praise, and your honor. And for the glory, praise, and honor of your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in his name we pray. Amen. I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord. Keep an eye on this right here. Keep an eye on this. Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. At 1 Kings chapter 12, verses 25 through 33. Then Jeroboam built Shechem in Mount Ephraim, and dwelt therein, and went out from thence, and built Penuel. And Jeroboam said in his heart, 
Now shall the kingdom return to the house of David. If this people go up to do sacrifice in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then shall the heart of this people turn again unto their Lord, even unto Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they shall kill me and go again to Rehoboam, king of Judah. Whereupon the king took counsel and made two calves of gold and said unto them, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Behold thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And he set the one in Bethel, and the other put he in Dan. And uh, this thing became a sin, for the people went to worship before the one, even unto Dan. And he made an house of high places, and made priests of the lowest of the people, which were not of the sons of Levi. And Jeroboam ordained a feast in the eighth month, on the fifteenth day of the month, like unto the feast that is in Judah. And he offered upon the altar. So did he in Bethel, sacrificing unto the calves that he had made. And he placed in Bethel the priests of the high places, which he had made. So he offered upon the altar which he had made in Bethel, the fifteenth day of the eighth month, even in the month which he had devised of his own heart, and ordained a feast unto the children of Israel, and he offered upon the altar and burnt incense. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, help us to learn the lessons from the Old Testament of what we ought to do and and what we ought not to do. Uh, Help your people to not get deceived into worshiping other gods uh, and help them not to be uh, even the elect who get deceived but to keep their hearts and minds stayed on you. And Lord, keep us all who are saved with our minds stayed on you and praying without ceasing, reading and meditating on your holy word. Help us to always be at peace. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and forsake. Amen. I still feel like singing, but... It's just too late, plus I cannot sing. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, 
prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book titled Morning and Evening. This is the podcast and this is episode number 611. And tonight we're in a rare book for Spurgeon Philemon. Verse 2 reads, And to our beloved Aphia and Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church in thy house. Always remember the church began in the house and as I predicted some years ago is going to end in the house. Those who are sincere will meet together in the house and uh, going forward because People are sick and tired of the pomp and circumstance and the entertainment and the mimes and uh, the immodest dress of the pastors, the pastor's wife, and other people in the church and the lust that even one bishop said he could smell in the church. And people going to the church house for the wrong reason. Not to see God, not to worship God, not to worship Jesus Christ, his son, but to see who they can hook up with. And for entertainment purposes and other such evil foolishness. Is there a church in this house? Are parents, children, friends, servants, all members of it, or are some still unconverted? Let us pause here and let the question go around. Am I a member of the church in this house? How would father's heart leap for joy and mother's eyes fill with holy? Go ahead, Spurgeon. Go ahead. Holy tears. If from the eldest to the youngest all were saved, let us pray for this great mercy until the Lord shall grant it to us. Probably it had been the dearest object of Philemon's uh, desires to have all his household saved up in the house, but it was not at first granted him in its fullness. He had a wicked servant, Onesimus, who, having wronged him, ran away from his service. His master's prayers followed him. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. You have a child that's gone astray. You have a family member has gone his own way. You pray for them and your prayers will follow them. I've said it many times. 
somebody in my family prayed for me who knew God. I never heard the gospel in all of the churches I went to. No doubt I was blinded to it as well and hated the church and hated preachers. I believe it was my dad. Uh, My mother is a praying woman too, Uh, but um, I do not believe she was saved during those years. But my dad got saved. He changed dramatically. The most loving man in the town we grew up in and the most loving man I've ever met in my life. Uh, Dr. Tony Evans is up there with him. But uh, not quite as loving as my dad. And I I believe Dr. Tony Evans knew uh, how to... uh, uh, not only love people but rebuke people too when he had to but that's, and he understood that that was love too otherwise those children would not have turned out as good as they have my dad never had that kind of father never had a father so he didn't know nobody taught him and uh, but very loving man he loved not only his children and he let us get away with murder. It's a, it's a sad, sad situation there, shame. But, uh, and let his wife get away with murder too. Uh, I hate to say it, but it's true. And, uh, but he loved everybody in the community, even people who did him wrong. He spoke to everybody. In fact, he drove slowly on the dirt roads of James City because, you know, back in those days, people sat out on the porch, porch days. And he would wave and, all right now, all right now, that's how he do his hand. All right now, all right, all right, all the way home, all the way out of the hole, all the way back into the hole. I mean, he, he spoke to, I mean, he was like the mayor of James City. All right, now, all right. I, we can be in the car with him. He's talking, talking to everybody while he's driving down the road. Then stop, which I hated for him to do. I hated for my, I hated for him to stop. Now, you speaking to everybody? Why are you stopping? I didn't say that, but that's how. What I was saying. Please don't stop and talk to these people. And then if it's an older lady or somebody. Or, Oh, he got to get out of the car and hug him and everything. <laughs> we'll never get home. We'll never get home to eat. I mean, I mean, it, it, like he was a politician or something. All right now. All right. Okay now. All right, Bob. Okay, Bill. Okay, Sue. Yeah, I got you. All right now. Good to see you. Don't you know, man, I need to get with my girlfriends uh, get this car home so I can get it and we can, I, can hit, I can get in the wind. you waving to everybody, talking to everybody, loved everybody, and everybody loved him. I, I can't imagine anybody being my dad's enemy, except for my mother, maybe, but uh, and me. 
anyway. And at last, as God would have it, Onesimus was led to hear Paul preach. His heart was touched, and he returned to Philemon, not only to be a faithful servant, but a brother, beloved, adding another member to the church in Philemon's house. Is there an unconverted servant or unconverted child absent this morning in the church in your house? Because you have a church in your house whether you want a church in your house or not. The Lord is there. The Lord is superintending and watching over everything. And uh, you're the family churches in the house. And that, that kind of thing has increased and will continue to increase. The churches, the church building as we know it, so-called megachurches, will never be the same. Never, never, never be the same. Make special supplication that such may on their return to their home gladden all hearts with good news of what grace has done for the lost sinner, the prodigal son. Is there one present? Let him partake in the same earnest entreaty. If there be such a church in your house, in our house, I like that song that Walmart plays by one of the singers, My House, come to my house. Well, it ought to be like that for, for, for the church in your house. We're going to worship God in the house. I've tried to tell you the best place to be today is in the house. You can do everything, the most powerful center in the world, especially now, is the house. You can have church in the house. You can have school in the house. You can have a business in the house. You can have your family and join one another in the house. You can fix the best food in the world in the house. And if you can generate some money through your business, you can fix up your house. Just like the fixer-uppers on the television who make me sick. Some of these people, they something else, man. Uh, how did you get your designing degree? Some of these people I want to ask. And I got one couple in my mind right now. They be, they be concocting some crazy things. And it does not look good to me. And it's go too, it goes too slow. But yet the people come in. I, I know they're getting paid good money to tell lies. Oh, wow. Oh, my. Look at it. It's just a house, people, for you to sit your behind down in and eat and go to the bathroom. What is Come on. Oh, look at this. They're about to cry. Oh, my. I can't believe it's a house. It's not even a home. What is the pro What are you talking about? It's so beautiful. The kitchen is so beautiful. You made it over. You made it great. And half of the stuff looked ugly to me. It looked like a regular old house. I could have done it. Well, no, I couldn't do it. My dad could not have done it either. My dad was a jack leg carpenter. That's all. My, my dad... <laughs> 
<laughs> and my mother knows this is true. My dad could do something with wood, you know, to con he could rig some stuff. But I'm going to tell you now, I love my dad. But let me tell you, he was a carpenter, he was not. He was not a carpenter. Now, he could rig something to make it functional, but beautiful? No, no, no. Uh, he'll make it functional, it's going to stay that way. <laughs> if it works. That's all we got right now. That's all we're gonna have. And that 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 made my my mother crazy. She couldn't stand it, but she put up with it. I give her credit for that. She put up with it. But he just would rig things, and I'm worse than my dad. I don't. I have. I I'm not even gonna try to rig anything. In fact, I will admit that. We got to find some money to pay somebody to fix this right here. Who has talent on loan from God. Let us order it well and let all act as in the sight of God. Let us move in the common affairs of life with studied holiness, diligence, kindness, and integrity. More is expected of a church than of an ordinary household family worship must in such a case be very be more devout and hearty. Internal love must be more warm and unbroken and external conduct must be more sanctified and Christ-like. We need not fear that the smallness of our number will put us out of the list of churches for the Holy Spirit has here enrolled a family church in the inspired book of remembrance. As a church, let us now draw nigh to the great head of the one church universal and let us beseech him to give us grace to shine before men to the glory of his name. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Go ahead, shall we pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you so much for this great devotional. And thank you for this time around your holy word. And thank you for blessing us for years being in your holy word this way. For it stacks on top of one another, stacks on top of each other, and grows us up in the faith, here a little, there a little. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray and for our sake. Amen. We're back around in the family segment, in the family verses, to Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 24. Hated by my wife and others, but it is still the word of God, whether you hate it or not. Verse 20, 22, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, 
So let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. These three little verses can change the atmosphere of your family, your household, can change your marriage forever, <clears throat> can make for a peaceful home, I believe, out of all of the verses in this passage, that these three are the most important, and God, for some reason, put them there first. Because, see, God knows, and let me help you, God knows the woman better than you know the woman. And God has had some choice. God has never been afraid of the man or the woman. Like most men are afraid of women. There's a healthy fear, and that's designed by God to protect women being the weaker sex. Okay, there's a healthy fear that God puts in men so that they don't go hog wild crazy trying to get the woman. Try to overpower her and all of that. There's a respect there. There's a fear that God has put there. It's not a fear fear. It's a respectful thing. Okay? And it's all designed to keep you from acting stupid and acting crazy. Okay? Okay? But you, you, you cannot, men, allow that to stop you from being manly with her. Because she loves that. Oh. She loves that manliness. As we used to say back in the day, musk. I don't, I don't even know what musk is, but you better have some. And... Uh, but uh, these three verses, I, I believe, are most important if you want to have a happy home, a cheerful home, a joyful home. My wife is going to make me an oatmeal cake. One of the few things I'm, I'm going to let her fix for me. Now my daughters, especially my daughter Danita who is a bakeress from her heart and maybe one day will have her own bakery If that be the Lord's will, but she loves baking. And she baked many things for me and the family down through the years. And uh, one of the interesting things she used to do whenever she would get all of her stuff that she wanted from the store. She, uh, she would get it into the house, everybody would get it into the house, and she would get it all together, stack it up neatly, and, and, and everything got to be neat and clean, and, and I loved it. She'll stack it up neatly, everything got to be right beside each other, stacked up neatly, and she'll make the cake. Always great. 
but she's not here now, so I have to let you, my, my wife, Marika White, do it. I have to watch her, but so be it. But my point is, uh, our family could have had a better atmosphere if my wife had obeyed these three verses. I don't, I don't bring God in it unless I am, uh, unless I am very, very, uh, uh, I, I mean it and I'm sincere about it. I do not use God's name, but I believe God knows that. I know that. I believe my wife knows that. In fact, I know she knows that because she's admitted to that. And my children know that. If she had just had the right attitude, and here's what my sweet evangelicals are saying right now to me. See, if you just treated her a certain way, and you just, you know, let her have her way and do what she wanted to do, and you were sweeting, this sweeting, so sweet you almost broke your back, bending over backwards to please her, then, then she would not have acted that way. That's a lot of hell. She would have been worse. And that's a fact. What she needed to do, I believe, she needed to get saved. Because if you're born again and you're saved, you're not going to have too much of a problem after a while, after God gets through with you, <coughs> obeying what the Lord wants you, to, wants you to obey. Male or female. Once God and Jesus work you over like the way they want to, uh, the way they do, as a born-again Christian, you're going to learn to fear God and respect God and obey God. And that's a fact. It may take you a little while longer than somebody else, but you're going to get there. And so I believe she should have gotten born again early on, and life would have been easier for her and for me and for everybody else. I believe these three verses, and even if she, watch this, I, I believe in the power of the Word of God so much that even if she did not get saved, if she just chose to obey these words, we would have, would have had a better atmosphere in our family. And I believe that with all of my heart. See? And I want to tell you wives something. You want to be footloose and fancy free and you want to enjoy things like going to the mall and shopping and all that. You obey these verses and you do what God has told you to do. God will and your husband will give you the world. If he, if your husband never has to tell you anything or and tell you what you need to do in the house, and he ha never has to get on your case about anything, and he can safely trust in you and depend upon you, I'm going to tell you what he'll do. If, he, if you're a good wife, and I tell all men, if you got a good wife like that, uh, you take her out all the time. You don't have to wait for one day a week. Take her out, because you're going to have plenty of money, because she's going she's gonna to be helping you generate the money. By being obedient to you. Don't let her wash one dish. 
You take her out. You take her on cruises. Get your little house down in Jamaica Lawn or wherever. And you just, y'all, y'all just have a wonderful time together. But women like that are few and far between. See. But I believe in the word of God so much that even if she was not saved, even if she didn't get saved, if she had obeyed these verses, our family life would have been better. <clears throat> and I believe that for all families. And contrary to what you think, men, you think it's all about God getting on your case and the pastor getting on your case and everybody in society getting on your case. Let me tell you something. God is on the case with women too. He's on the case. Everybody else is not on the case. And you say, well, preacher, why do you bring up some things about your wife and even negative things? And so you know why? Because men have been beat down so long by the devil by society, by pastors, by pastors' wives, by their mothers, by uh, uh, people in, in positions of authority on the job, and so forth. That, and, and people have in their minds that men are no good. All men are no good. All men are a mess. All men don't know anything. They're dumb. They're stupid. And, uh, they, and most women think that way about you. Most women, all they want you for is some penis every now and then and some money. Other than that, they don't want to hear anything you have to say. You have no authority because you're a dummy. See, and I'm, I'm flipping the script. I don't believe that. I didn't believe it regarding my dad and mom, and I didn't. I don't believe it now. I believe that God will make you very smart just because He put you in that position. If you would just trust in Him, see, that's why. Because all we all all we have heard for the past six to seven years, uh, that man ain't no good. Men are sorry, and there are some sorry men, but there's some sorry women too, and I'm pointing that out. And lying about it and covering it up as men and women and everybody and their mama and everybody been doing for years. <clears throat> I say no. I'm not, I'm not participating in that. I intentionally bring it up. Because I want everybody to know a woman is not an angel just because she's a woman. And a man is not a devil just because he's a man. I believe that there are many men who have put it with a whole, excuse me, my sweet evangelicals, there are many men who are saved, have put it with a whole lot of crap from their wives, from their wives' families, and, and uh, uh, everybody else, the pastor and his wife, all the other women in the church, 99% of the church made up of women. And, 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 and these women look at you as a, 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 like an alien. Like you don't know anything. You're a dummy. You're a man. Just, therefore, you're a dummy. We don't need you. Other than what you got between your legs and in your pocket. Money. Other than that, we can handle it. And, 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 and nowadays, they're saying they can handle it 
without that, without it, what you got, they, they got more money than you. And you don't realize it, but the society is set it up to be that way. See? And, that, and, and, and by the way, hey, hey, well, listen to me very good. If that's what it is for you, if that's what life is all about, money and material things, then you can have it, baby. Because that's not, that's, that's not about anything. And, and that's not going to bring you happiness. It's not going to bring you a warm body in your bed at night while you twisting and turning. There's more to life than money and material things, baby. You're the one depressed, in a fetal position. Is your money making you happy? Is your good credit making you happy? After about a week, if that, is your new car making you happy? And like, I, like I tell these people... Uh, uh, I said tonight about these people who are like they, the house is some kind of uh, marriage partner or something. It's nothing. The beauty of the house on the inside and the outside does not mean a hill of beans if you don't have a home full of love and warmth and respect and fear and the right attitude and people communicating with respect. Hello. When you got a bunch of hell and hell raisers and fussing and fighting, I don't give a doggone how beautiful the house is, man. That you know, you got a hell house. That's what you have. That people every day by the thousands are divorcing, and they have three houses that look better than the one you got. They don't even know how they want to split the house up. Brad and Angelina, the worst marriage in history almost. Ten years in divorce court. Yeah, that's dumb. That's stupid. Tom Brady and his wife, nobody ever thought they would break up. And here she is building a house right across the street from him. Well, you might as well stay married in one house. And you go to, uh, out of the 21 bedrooms and 14 bathrooms, you go on that side, you go on that side. You stay together, keep the kids in the house so they can run back and forth and see the daddy. That's stupid. People got money, they got 14 houses and they're still not happy. I, now, when I say houses, I'm talking about mansions. And they're still not happy because a home will never make you happy. A beautiful car will never make you happy. Money in the bank will never make you happy. It doesn't even come close. In fact, it will make you more worried. Especially if you invested in, uh, in Mr. Bankman, uh, probably down there in the Bahamas. You done lost everything and everything. They have people have sued the warriors because the warriors went into partnership with Mr. Bankman. And, and now y'all should have known something was off when you saw Mr. Bankman with this name. He got he with a T-shirt on, and he's having billions and billions of dollars. You should have known something was up when you saw him. Let's pray for others. That's our first night.
we're going to be in for a humdinger the next two nights. Let's pray for all people. Let's pray for others. Let's pray for families. Holy Father God in heaven, I pray, Lord, tonight, heal all Christian marriages that where people are saved. Heal all families where people are not saved by, Lord, leading them to yourself so that they can read your holy word and understand it and uh, grow by it and do it your way so that they can enjoy their married life and their family life and make their home their house a home indeed and holy father god we pray for the family and friends of massachusetts our resident paula haley we pray for the family and friends of illinois resident robert dickinson jr and we pray for the family and friends of Massachusetts resident Dorothy Drake as we pray for all people who have suffered from the coronavirus plague. We name a few by name. We pray for a few by name, but we pray for the millions who have been impacted as well. Help people, Lord, to realize no matter how gung-ho they want to be and no matter how much of a positive mental attitude they want to have, things are getting worse and worse. And uh, they need to prepare accordingly. Holy Father God, we pray now for Pastor Bushibi, And we join him in prayer, thanking you for the vibrant worship service and for the addition of new members to your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for the souls saved, restored, and delivered. Lives changed and people healed. Thank you, Lord, for blessing the prayers uh, for the nation's event. Thank you for the ministry opportunity through the Board of Management of Starlight High School. Please give gracious favor to Greater Harvest Ministries. Heal for souls to be saved. Heal Dora's knees. Deliver Africa from drought, famine, and starvation. Please provide them with Bibles for new souls. Basics for orphans and widows. Food and water. Ministry resources and provide for the upcoming women and youth conferences. Let me see what, just to put the mouse on the internet thing. Which one is it? Okay. It says what? Okay. How about up here? Excuse us, folks. No, just just put over it. Okay. 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 For right now, um, 
switch switch this one to yeah you see it you gotta hit the thing at the top hit the T-Mobile button T-Mobile right here no 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 this didn't the word yeah the word just the word okay let it finish you see it you see the other one it's right there I can see it from here you see that Okay, just hit connect. Connect. Okay. Uh, let's pray for those who have sent in prayer requests. Go ahead and uh, refresh that. Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, for those who have sent in prayer requests, not only these by uh, name tonight, but the thousands who have sent in prayer requests down through the years. We pray, Lord, for uh, salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. And... Uh, Thank you for blessing us to hear. Uh, thank you, Lord, for blessing us to pray to you. And thank you for blessing us uh, with thousands of answers to prayer. We pray now, Lord, for Marie Grace. Please keep her safe, secure, and protected from bad people, evil people, and gang associates. Stop these people from walking on her property and deliver her from them. Please bless her with a safe place to live. We pray for PTK. Please save him, comfort him, provide for him and his family, and give them love, joy, and peace, and hope in you. Help him to look to you and not his circumstances. Help him to serve others and glorify you. And Lord God in heaven, I pray for Jensen. Please bless him with the Holy Spirit's mighty anointings, with all spiritual, physical, soul blessings, divine intervention, protection, wisdom, connections, and wealth blessings. Bless him with anointings and gifts of your Holy Spirit's power of authority. And fruits of the Holy Spirit, help him to do your ministry mightily in Jesus Christ's name. Deliver him from all curses and satanic evil works. Protect him from the coronavirus and bless him with prosperity and his own house in a blessed atmosphere. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, for the people who have gotten saved through the ministry. Help them all to grow in the faith. We pray for the thousands, and we pray, Lord, for these few by name. We pray for Heath, Juan, Joseph, Rick, Al, and Lord, uh, help them all to stand strong in the faith and to grow in the faith. And Lord, we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you, who heard the preaching, the whole counsel of God came on the conviction they realized and understood that they were already saved, but they wanted to repent. 
come out of a backslidden state and recommit their lives to you. Help them to stand strong in the faith. We pray not only for these few, but the thousands who have made this commitment to you, this recommitment to you. We pray for Virginia, Sheridan, Nathaniel, Emmanuel, and Richard. And Holy Father God, we commit all of these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you missed my preaching the uh, gospel earlier, allow me to say to you what Jesus Christ said to the entire world when he said the most important words in the history of the world to mankind. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Understand that you are a sinner because you have broken God's Ten Commandments. And uh, so therefore, uh, you are on your way to a devil's hell. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. That means that we die because of our sin. And if we do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ before we die, we go to that awful place of continual death called hell to burn and to be tormented forever because of our sins because you must understand sin has to be paid for by somebody either you're going to believe in Jesus Christ who is the Lamb of God uh, who took away our sins who died for our sins was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God or you're going to pay for your own sins in hell forever. So, dear friend, believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. Call on his name and pray and ask him to save your soul. Just pray a simple prayer called the sinner's prayer. Pray like this. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner. And I have done evil in your sight. I have broken your Ten Commandments. I understand that I deserve to go to hell, uh, to burn in the unquenchable fire forever. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. Please forgive me of all of my sins and help me to repent of all of my sins as I now believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ, that you died for my sins, was buried, and rose on the third day, that you paid my sin debt to save my soul from hell. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to change. And help me to follow you in the newness of life. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And help me to follow you in the newness of life.
In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for a shake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book, free of charge, titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door. If you prayed that prayer and you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, you just entered in to the door of eternal life through Jesus Christ. And this book will give you the next steps that you need to grow in the faith and to become a strong Christian disciple. Email us from the platform that you're on and let us know that you got saved so that uh, we can rejoice with you and pray for you. Also go to Google and type in Gospel Light Society Podcasts or Daniel White the Third Roman numerals in the back podcasts and uh, uh, you will find thousands of podcasts on different biblical subjects that are designed to help you to grow in the faith. All you have to do is listen. It is free of charge. Until next time, my beloved Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow night. And uh, remember to pray without ceasing. I'll be preaching, Lord willing, on prayer uh, <clears throat> tomorrow night. And uh, also, uh, read the Word of God. Keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord. He'll keep you in perfect peace. Remember the motto of the Marines. Simplify, <clears throat> always faithful, and remember the motto of the Air Force boys, Semper Supra, always above. Keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord, and he'll keep you in perfect peace. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, as the music plays.